Howdy Partners, and welcome to another episode of the Howdy Partners podcast, where we give you tactical insights so that you can execute in partnerships. Today, we are joined with someone who we're going to talk about AI with. But before we introduce our guest, Ben, how's it been? You are traveling, you're a worldly man, you're going around. <laughs> how's how's yeah. things, how's business? Yeah, good, mate. Finally, finally back in Utah after, I think, you know, two weeks in Australia and then a then a week in the UK. So definitely getting my uh, my air miles in. Uh, my body clock's finally kind of reset and got back to normal. So yeah, happy to be happy to be back in Utah and and it's beautiful here at the moment. Not too hot, lovely kind of autumn weather. So yeah, enjoying being back for sure. Nice. And my one question for you, Ben, is can you bench two twenty five yet? Um, no. <laughs> so for for the, for the for our guest who who's going to introduce herself in a moment um i had a number of kind of new year's resolutions as you do um one being a, a bench press goal and I'm, I'm about like between 215 and 220 so I've, I've kind of done done fairly well i would say but not quite hit hit my goal so the answer to that is unfortunately no but we'll we'll keep going there's a few more few more months left you never know that's right i believe in you that's why i'm checking in i'm like he can do it uh, i'm i'm rooting for you um, so today we are joined by Jessica Baker from Achieve Unite, and we're going to be talking about AI and the AI-driven channel. Jessica, introduce yourself. What do you do? Tell us about your experience. Tell us more about Jessica. Hi. Hi, Will. Hi, Ben. Thanks for having me on uh, on the podcast. My name is Jessica Baker. I'm the Chief Program Officer for Achieve Unite. Achieve Unite is a channel success company, so we work with companies, mostly high-tech high companies in advisory services, in development, and also engagement programs with partners. We work with predominantly high-tech companies, a lot of the household names that you would know, Inc., you know, Cisco and Verizon, all the way down to sort of Series B startup companies and everything in between. So our practice is made up of mostly uh, people who have been in the business for a while, so think ex-practitioners. We've all got a lot of um, wisdom that we love to share with our clients and take everything with uh, real practicality and reality instead of uh, theory. So that it, things have a lot of a lot of value in what we help our clients with. So I love it. Practicality over theory. That's what we're all about on the Howdy Partners podcast. We aim to get those tactical insights. So you are the perfect person for this. And today, like I said, we're talking about AI. And I want to get your bold statement on AI. You know how to run programs successfully. So are you for or against AI and why? Oh, I am definitely for AI uh, and the AI that, you know, when it came onto the scene, I think earlier this year with Gusto was that generative AI. And I think that that has a lot of power to change the way that we work with partners and add a lot of value. It, it has a way of making things hyper relevant and in any sort of engagement with partners, any partner or any person at a partner that you're working with, the more relevant you can make that content, the more it's going to stick with them and the more that they're going to be open to receiving that message. And so I think that's just one way that generative AI, but there's also lots of other ways we can use AI in just how we run our business and how we get smarter about running our business. 
And I think that is for me as a, you know, a, a channel program practitioner, that's the thing that I'm really interested in because I sat in that seat for many years. And I think, wow, if I had this tool and I could cut through the noise and I could get to the heart. And I think AI has that ability to really work some magic with the people that run the business end of partners and channels. So definitely for it, I think it will change the way that we do everything with partners in the future. And so what do you think most are getting wrong about AI? You know, there's, there's, I feel like there's a good blend of positive and negative views about it, but what do you think most people are, are getting wrong when they're thinking about how do I use AI for my role and my day to day? What are, what's, what are they getting wrong out there? So in the conversations that I have with people, when I say AI to most anybody now, they immediately think like chat GPT and they can't quite make that link between, you know, I'm going to chat, put in a, a chat prompt and that's going to help me run my channels? Like, how is that even possible? And and then you have a lot of people who are fearful that AI is going to take over my job, right? I'm going to lose my job, or I'm going to lose my value that I bring to this organization or something like that. So I think a lot of people don't know where to begin. And I think they're afraid of it. And then you have others that I've met along the way that are like all in and they're, they're using not just chat GPT, but they're using Claude and they're using, um, journey and, and all these other things to, to help them sort of work better with partners. There's a lot. So we, we've, uh, just did a podcast, uh, not a podcast, a linked LinkedIn live series. And we had mind matrix and we had, um, uh, structured web on there and they're doing a lot of things with marketing with partners. So, you know, being able to take that core message from, from corporate and not just partnerize it, but hyper partnerize it and make it super relevant to that partner's audience or that partner's, um, you know, their individual, uh, value prop can be put into that messaging very seamlessly. And then they get a, a useful product that's only theirs. It's not going to be copied by other partners. So there's some personalization there that, that works really well in partner marketing. And so what are people getting wrong? I think they're just not giving it a chance and not really seeing all of the ways that AI can add value to how you're running your partners today. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because I think, um, and we can probably dig into it, I, I'm a massive proponent of AI and you mentioned one area of of partnerships, which is partner marketing, where I actually think there's, there's always too much to do, regardless of the channel program you're in, regardless of the partner program you have. I always kind of bucket partner marketing really into two buckets. The first is brand new partner program, which means your head of partnerships is also your head of partner marketing and you're borrowing from your direct marketing team and there's a ton of issues with with that process in general and so you think about generative ai and that you know that aspect it makes your deliverables a lot better it makes them happen a lot quicker and then the second bucket now you've got a robust or a mature partner program you've got a partner marketing team but they've always got too much to do and so i think on both use cases um partner marketing is the one area that gets me really excited for the for the future of um for the future of ai um in partnerships and there's 
there's other people developing products I know around, you know, the, the PRM ecosystem to, to create, you know, really high quality assets. And I think we've only just tried, you know, touched the, the tip of the iceberg, but I would agree with you, Jessica, and what you just said. I think partner marketing is the place that I get most excited about. But Will, to your point, the interesting piece to think about is like, we, we're in a world where there's a lot of anti-sentiment is what I would call it towards AI. And so I also think that's potentially one of the things that's stopping people from really diving in and using the tool. Uh, Jessica mentioned, oh, it's going to take my job, right? So as a partner marketer, if you're, if you're now using generative AI for all of your deliverables, does that make you redundant in your role, right? And so there is that kind of, that kind of edge or that mix that I think you have to, to, to consider. Um, but in general, like I said, huge proponent, but that's another thing that I would just call out as a potential issue with the use of generative AI in, in, in partnerships. So at the core of the partnerships interaction, uh, trust is very important. And when I think of AI, I think the case for the partner marketing use case is, is pretty straightforward. You know, you can blend joint value together more easily. You can create content more easily. Um, but what about the other side of partner recruitment, partner management? Where do you think AI falls in there? And how can partner pros think about AI that supplements all of those things versus replace all of those things. So I think there's a bit of a worry of removing that personalization and that relationship aspect, but what are your thoughts on how AI can help support that kind of function in partnerships? So you said my most favorite word when it comes to partnerships, which is trust. Um, there's trust is the foundation of everything that we do with partners. And adding that layer of AI, I think, even amplifies the the need for having that complete trust with partners, because partners are going to have to trust that you're giving them their best um, version of whatever it is that you can give to them. Partners are going to have to trust in whatever sort of models you create to give value to them. And trust is um is going to be built by individuals and organizations it's not going to be built by ai ai is a tool that organizations and individuals are going to use so let me just take a little tangent here on trust because uh, a few years ago at achieve unite we did a bunch of research about how people form trusted relationships so we recognize that you know that foundational element has got to be trust and your ability to form trusted relationships with people is really uh, an imperative when you're in this position of working for a company but trying to really work with all of these different partners, right? So you have to be a very trustworthy person and your ability to make those trusting relationships as quickly as possible um, becomes a, a real, almost like competitive um, element to, to your game, right? We did all this research with Arizona State University and Notre Dame. Believe it or not, there are professors who are professors in trust. That's all that they they think about. And we did some global research with them and we came up with a model that we call PQI. So if you think EQ and IQ, right, this is PQ, your partner in quotient. So how you build trust with people. And this is one of the foundations that we have at Achieve. And we use this model to allow people to understand how they build trust with people. There are five different ways, right? And 
we we talk about AI in the lens of you have to be able to build these trusted relationships. And if you know how, A, how you build trusted relationships, like what your personal um, you know, um, way is that you best build these relationships and B, you know how to use your resources if they're AI enabled, then you've got a real golden ticket there to be able to drive these relationships and give real value to partners. Because there's also some things that are forcing uh, in the marketplace today. Two things. One, vendors are doubling down on partners uh, instead of like casting this really wide net and being proud of, I have 20,000 partners, you know, but how many actually do business with you? Oh, well, you know, 150. Okay, so you really only have 150 partners, right? And partners are doing the same thing. I, I have 100, 100 vendors on my line card. Well, how many do you actually do business with? Well, maybe five, right? So they're, they're really segmenting and getting hyper-focused on how we can bring the most value to each other. And if you can have those things happen while you have these amazing trusted relationships and you have something that's AI driven to allow you to give even more value to that relationship, to me, that's the sweet spot. To me, that's Nirvana. Yeah. It, it's it's um it's really topical and i i love that you the way that you kind of introduced that because um i had a conversation with allbound a prm solution and their main focus this year is partner experience which is instead of it just being like a prm being this system that just basically has bits and pieces that you need to run a partner program how do you create the best partner experience possible and as we start to dig into that, you think about all the data that PRMs have, right? And the way that AI can read through that data and start to pull out targets and who your best partners are and start to, to start to actually produce a better partner experience based on that data. And I think that's the other layer, well, to your point, like where else can they use, where else could AI be used in partner programs? That gets me really excited is the fact that they, we have these partner tech companies that have so much data but how can we pull out those, pull out the, use AI to pull out those data points and actually produce a really good partner experience? So yeah, plus one on what, on what Jessica just said, for sure. I'll tell you, I have worked with a lot of companies over the last eight years, and I can't name one that has a clean data set <laughs> that we've started to work with, right? Uh, no offense to all the big companies out there. I mean, it happens. You, you know, somebody spins up a data set here or there, you buy a company and you're trying to merge things like it's crazy, but data is huge. Like you remember a few years ago, it was like data is the new oil. Okay, great. Yes, data is the new oil, but it, it's not in a way that we can use it and have it draw conclusions based off of the different data sets and the behavior. And I think putting an AI wrapper around a data strategy is huge, not just only in segmentation, but think about um, any other kind of partner insights and funnel management. And, you know, hey, you know, you're you have this opportunity in our funnel and the the five others that you've closed have also had this part in it or have really benefited from this piece of content or, you know, something, you, you get to all of a sudden be really smart about how you're doing it and not just, not just guessing or not just having a gut feel, 
but having some real data driven decisions behind why you do things and, and the data to back it up. Right. And so having, having an AI driven data strategy, I think that to me is like the first step that an organization can take if they're really serious about using AI and driving a partner experience using AI. I completely agree. And yeah, I've noticed myself talking more and more about the data of partnerships. And, you know, if people are getting laid off, then, well, they probably didn't have the data to back up why they should continue, you know, building the partner program. And so I'm curious around, um, okay, let's say I'm bought in, I want to use AI, and I'm in partnerships. What have you done or seen in the wild with clients that you work with, when it comes to leveraging AI in partnerships and specifically what functions can it be used for? You know, we talked about content creation, partner marketing, you know, the data side, let's go through, you know, what are those three, four or five, however many functions there are that we can use AI in? What are your thoughts on how it can be deployed? And then we'll dive into, you know, what people can do to actually deploy it. But what are those key areas that AI can be used in the realm of partnerships? What are your thoughts? So the first one and the obvious one we've talked about is partner marketing. All right. So there's there's your first one. Um, your second one has to do with any kind of partner profiling. So if we have the ability to not only understand what a partner does with us, but who they are as a partner, where, the other, where their other successes are, um, a lot of those other leading indicators, like we always measure the lagging indicators. Everybody's always talking about the revenue that came in or, you know, the rates that things are renewed or whatever. But there's a lot of leading indicators that I think AI will help us get our, our arms around to really be able to predict success. So partner profiling is a huge piece. Um, there's that whole funnel management, lead management, you know, you got this deal in, we suggest that, you know, you do this because of this, right? So um, we can start to predict how things will happen. We can start to predict what partners will do best with certain types of leads. If you're in an organization that's sharing leads with partners, what is the best partner for this for this end user and for this type of lead? And, and I think there's some automation that can go along with there. Um, to be able to make that a much better practice. So we're not just you know spraying and praying, but we're being very precise in what we do, very deliberate in what we do. I think um, any other kind of business insights for partners, helping partners optimize their own customer success experience, analyzing customer behavior, demographics, purchasing history, to, to be able to give a complete picture of their customers so again, you're not just using AI for how you're running the business, but you're extending that sort of insight so that your partners can take advantage of it as well. Um, I think the PRM platforms that are out there will completely be shaken up by AI because now all of a sudden, instead of just a username and a password, you're a person with an identity and a profile and we know what you're about and we know that you have these these things in the funnel. We know that you've been in, you know, in, in this training or you've attended this event or, you know, your customers typically do this. And so that engagement at the digital level would become even that much more precise and relevant to whoever is logging in to do anything. Right. 
talking about a data strategy. I think that's going to be very important so that we can start bringing all of these siloed databases together and putting it all into some sort of AI engine so that we can get real business insights and metrics out of all of these different databases that were so different before. It was very hard to get anything out of them. I don't know if I'm at five or not, but I think then partner experience is a, another one. Um, you know, anytime we talked about, you know, person, and, and of course there's a personal touch that needs to happen, but business doesn't always happen in that nine to five, you know, in your time zone slot. And a, a lot of the value proposition for PRMs are that they can be self-serving with partners so that they're open 24 seven. And I don't know if you've ever used a chat bot before. <laughs> uh, I get extremely frustrated with chat bots because I don't think that they're smart at all. I'm hoping that we get some real chat bots that actually can answer the questions that you're answering with real data, not just canned responses, right? Being able to be that interface between, you know, everything that we know in, in this big pool of running your partnership with us. And I can now answer that question, knowing everything that it, I know about my company and about you as a partner and you as an individual, I can bring some real relevancy to that. So that, customer success, that partner experience, I think that gets elevated quite a bit. I think that was more than five. That's good. We need uh, as much context as possible for where AI can be um, layered in. And so um, rapid fire, what are the top AI tools that you're thinking of when you're thinking about these platforms? And Ben, feel free to jump in because I know that you have your hands on AI as well. What are some of the tools that people can start thinking about? I think the the one that's most widely available now are are any of the you know chat GPT generative you know let me ask a query and get a result back thing right um, chat GPT anybody can do that right you can also get into um, any of Microsoft's offerings or Google's offerings um, I know people who like Claude. Um, I tend to when I'm doing things and I'm asking questions or I'm looking for content. I I now do Claude and ChatGPT side by side and I see what they come up with. And sometimes it's similar, um, but sometimes there's a clear winner, especially in, in terms of content that I'm looking for or tone that I'm looking for. Uh, if you're at all hesitant of getting into the AI game, start with one of those two. It's super easy. It's free. Get in there and, um, and 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 try it out. Just you as a person. If you as a business are looking to get in, start to look at the vendors that are out there right now because people are starting to come out with really neat things. There are some offerings right now on that partner marketing side. So use that as a way to be able to start this journey with your partners uh, in the AI-driven channel on that side, because I think those are the ones that are coming first to the market. Yeah, I think I think from my angle again um, depends how uh, advanced you are with the use of AI. But um, again, ChatGPT four pretty great, worthwhile paying for a subscription for that. It's not expensive. Um, 
there's a tool I've been trying out mainly for copying content, which feeds into the, the partner marketing piece called Write Sonic, which is really interesting. You can do a whole bunch of stuff, um, whole bunch of stuff using that tool. And then additionally, like for anybody that's out there as a software engineer, I mean, the APIs that you can connect into, they're relatively inexpensive. If you want to go out and build your own tool, it's it's easy to do at the moment. I would say easier than ever before to build your own your own software solution, which is which is crazy and, and kind of cool at the same time. Very cool. So Jessica, we leave our audience with one tactical takeaway. Uh, they loved everything that you just said, but what is that one thing that they can implement tomorrow um, when they start thinking about implementing AI? What is it? Is it, you know, I get the tool and I start typing stuff in or, you know, do I map out the program and where it can fit in? What's your take on that tactical takeaway that everyone should implement tomorrow? Tomorrow? You, if you don't already, you need to go try out one of these content generators, one of these generative AI models. That's what you need to do first. And second, you need to take some steps towards establishing an even deeper level of trust with these partners so that when you actually present them with something AI, that they're interested in hearing what you have to say. I love it. Short and sweet, you know, get some practice so that, you know, when you do approach your partners, you got something to talk about. And then of course, make sure the relationship is there. I love it. We will leave it there. Jessica, thank you so much for your wisdom. And thank you everyone. That was another episode of the Howdy Partners podcast. Mm-hmm.